Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller? I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to Strictly Business, Variety's weekly podcast featuring conversations about the business of media and entertainment. I'm TV business writer Jennifer Moss. Warner Brothers Discovery has made headlines recently amid rumors of a potential merger with Paramount Global. While the M&A future for the company is uncertain, one thing that remains consistent is the power of its cable networks, including Food Network, HGTV, CNN, Discovery, TBS, and TNT, among others. These channels altogether make up the biggest business among the many assets combined in the 2022 Discovery Warner Media merger. Here to talk about Warner Brothers Discovery's linear TV business, and Food Network in particular, are Karen Bronzo, Chief Global Marketing Officer of U.S. Networks and News, and Betsy Ayala, Head of Food Content. We'll be back with Betsy and Karen after this break. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. 
Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So, buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So, how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. Oracle.com strategic. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day, I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the Body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. Thank you both for joining me today. Could you start by each explaining a bit about what you do and your previous roles? Well, hi, I'm Karen Bronzo. I am currently the CMO of the U.S. Networks Group at WBD, and I also am the CMO of CNN, which I just started about six or seven months ago. I've been in the business for too many years to mention, um, but started my career in advertising working on accounts like Pizza Hut and Gillette, and then migrated over to media. Had my first stint at Turner back in the late 90s, and then worked at Oxygen for many years, um, and then left for another little bit of an agency uh, stint, and then started at Scripps over 11 years ago. My anniversary was yesterday. I think 11-year anniversary at Scripps, now WBD. starting in ad sales marketing, and then moved into consumer for HG and food, and now here. I am Betsy Ayala, and I am the head of content for Food Network. Um, Where I started, I actually started off in sports. So spent the first part of my career um, working on originals in sports um, at CBS College Sports, and then also did the Olympics and X Games and things like that. And then um, from there did um, a bunch of lifestyle uh, programming and worked at production companies and also did some startups, did some Google YouTube channels when those were big (laughs) back in the day. Excellent. And then um, 
was hired by Scripps and worked for HGTV, I think it's been eight years. And so was at um, HG then food and then back to HG and then um, now at Food Network. Well, thank you both so much for joining me today for the Strictly Business Podcast. Uh, as we're at the top of the year, my favorite to ask right now is highs from the previous year. So I'm talking about wins. Uh, Betsy, absolutely free for Food Network. And then Karen, biggest wins, talking about Food Network, which is a high for you in general. But but what else? So for us, um, the holidays are the best time of year for Food Network. Um, we had 34 million viewers this last holiday season, which is huge. And we also had some great successes with the launch of Holiday Baking Championship, which is a cornerstone of the holiday programming, um, as well as Beat Bobby Flay Holiday Throwdown. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's so fun. And then we had... Um, a great start with the Elf on the Shelf Sweet Showdown, which was a really fun IP that we were able to work with this holiday season. I would say, I mean, and and, ho- and the holiday really punctuates this for me, is that last year, um, I think, was the, was the year that we really gelled as a company, as an entire company. And, um, you know, we always talk about the power of the portfolio and the power of all of WB working together to promote our priorities as a company. And I think last year was just, we saw it all come together in a way that we really were just super proud of and really um, had tremendous results. I think fourth quarter of last year, especially with Food Network, which was one of Food Network, which was one of our priorities, the holidays are obviously huge. And the whole company, all of the other networks really got behind supporting Food Network to help make it the success that Betsy described. Um, whether it was with other integrated content or additional promotional power with running promos on the networks. We did a lot of things to really just try to boost the eyeballs um, to Food Network during that time, which, you know, paid off really, really well for us. But in addition to that, we also were able to use um, the our platforms to support the theatrical releases and the, you know, max releases that were happening um, throughout the year in the end of last year with the holidays again with Wonka and with Aquaman, we did some great integrations on the Food Network. So it really was uh, a year of just us coming together and gelling in a way that um, I think everybody has a lot to be proud of. It's yeah, really it was really awesome to see how the marketing was able to push to Food Network and then we were able to give back to, to all the theatrical. And it's not an easy thing to no. do. I mean, I think with a lot of people involved, obviously it's a very large company and, and, you know, um, calibrating the priorities and making sure that we all focus on, um, on, you know, one, one thing at a time is, is not always an easy thing to do because there are a lot of competing priorities, but, um, I think we've done a really great job of, of distilling it down to truly, really try to make the most of, of what we have. Uh, I love hearing that because it, it really reflects, you know, CEO David Zaslav loves to talk about the one company business, yes. but it really seems like that's not just high level. It's not. Because, you know, I, I recently interviewed Kathleen Finch and we spoke at length about like the Wonka promotion on Food Network and then using Food Network to promote that and using those to promote Food Network. Um, speaking about the logistics of that, like you just said, there, there's a lot of moving pieces. So, you know, Betsy and, the, and Karen as well, how do you start 
with does the idea come from, well, can we insert this into this show or find a place to put this, what's natural, what's not. And I know you guys have experimented a lot with different crossovers. Um, I remember in particular the, uh, the Barbie, but it was also Shark Week, but it was also HGTV. Uh, yeah, we did a yep. And you guys take risks like that, like this could look silly, but it's also just a way to play with it. So how you all feel out what's going to work, what's not, and, and where the idea starts from. Is it sure. with the show or what you're trying to promote? Do you want me to start? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that one of the things that we've learned in the last year is really trying to not force fit things that don't make sense. We want it to be a win-win for both the property that we are promoting and for the property that's doing the promotion. So Barbie Dreamhouse Challenge, which was the show we created on HGTV, was actually one of the shows that Betsy um, brought to the network before she went over mm-hmm. to food. Um, that was just a beautiful, magical combination, right? So this show was in development. We knew Barbie was coming out in July. We found a way to make the, the timelines align, which was amazing. So that was an example of like, it was an idea that existed, but we actually found a way to make it better and more helpful to the theatrical release with timing and promotion, that was just terrific. I also think that there's, it sometimes comes the other way where the theatrical team or the Max team or even my team, the Shark Week team, will go to the other properties and say, hey, we have this great idea. Can you help us with X, Y, and Z? I'll, I'll give another food, ex- food um, network example. At the end of last year, uh, we were trying to do something with the sports uh division. And this we're really excited about because we think it could have a lot of legs, but we worked with the guys at Inside the NBA to um, help promote Christmas Cookie Challenge. They, uh, we, we basically challenged the guys to decorate Christmas cookies. And there was a segment on Inside the NBA. We also promoted it on, on Food Network. It was absolutely hysterical. The guys had so much fun with it. We absolutely loved it. And, um, you know, it was just a perfect example of how, like, the ideas can come from a lot of places. And as long as the the two um, the two entities or, or more involved feel like it works for them, it, it can really just be, a, you know, a great opportunity. And food is lucky in the <laughs> yeah. sense that we are the donor. Like, we are, we are so perfect for that kind of integration, um, regardless of, like, with Wonka and holiday baking or with, we did, we even promoted Elf, the, uh, a marathon that was running on TBS. Like, we can do that so easily. And it also gives us an opportunity to be creative. Like, it gives us something to get behind in our challenges and things like that. So, it's, it's really fun for everyone. It's a win-win for sure. Uh, Betsy, when it comes to what you all are doing, just strictly focusing on program, not necessarily something uh, with a tie-in, just development, how do you decide how much to focus on existing franchises like the Powerhouse that is Baking Championship and all its iterations, um, and how much to look for new things? Like you said, Elf on the Shelf, that was really cool IP to get a hold of, but how much you're balancing taking a risk on something new versus making another spinoff of a proven franchise? I like to call it... You, people, you can get eyeballs or new eyeballs with something new and shiny, but you keep them there with the things that really are core to the brand. And so it's, it's really a delicate balance. I, 
we love our shows that are tried and true. The Christmas Cookie Challenge, Holiday Baking, Holiday Wars, those perform extremely well for us. But when we see an opportunity to get marketing excited, to get the audience excited for something new, that's when we really, we, we pivot and we say, okay, what can we do with this in the case of the Elf on the Shelf Sweet Showdown? But also we're always looking to see what are those little, the new shows that really get the audience excited. And hopefully bring in a new audience, too, because we love our cores, but we also we find real success when we can bring in um, the occasionals or the, the mass audience. Uh, what did you see? With, I know one of your other new programs this holiday was the Selena and Jeff Home for the Holidays. I was a huge Selena and Jeff fan, uh, loved it on Max, and I wanted to know, you know what that experience was like for you all integrating it, not from the HBO Max that was prior to the merger and, and what this looks like. Uh, with the Food Network's food. Sure. Um, that was a lot of fun to do. Um, the beautiful thing is that um, HBO Max created this great show with Selena Plus Chef. And what we did is we just, we we made it Food Network focused um, in all the great ways, I think. Um, we extended it to an hour. We brought in our Food Network chefs. Uh-huh. We put Selena, she, she had challenges she's never done before. She had to do three different dishes. And our chefs are so good at teaching and knowing how to talk um, just in, in basic terms and just teach people that she, and they're just, they're just amazing. I mean, with Alex and Michael and Eric and with Claudette, they were all so fantastic and so different in their own way that we just got to see more of Selena, but in a, even in a more, in a different way, which I think the audience loved. It was just, it was a really fun show. We're very proud of it. And I think having, you know, the existing foundation with her at HBO Max and now Max, it gave us an opportunity to cross promote it from the streaming service to, you know, back and forth. And I think that's also just, you know, I mean, she's Selena, my God, you know, it's, it's just, it was an amazing way to bring also, you know, really a fresh, a fresh face, I think, to, to the network during the holidays, for sure. Uh, talking about the fresh faces versus the established talent, it's kind of that same thing with the franchises that are tried and true, the faces that you know with Food Network versus bringing in new people. I want to talk about that and the amount of development that you do with Guy or Duff versus looking for other talent. I know you guys are very focused on fostering new yes. talent as well and that many people have been brought in over the years who are still here. Yes. I mean, that is something we talk about constantly is um, just – really invigorating the network with fresh faces and we do that we found it takes time is also what we've learned and so we've been very strategic about it and we really like linking some of our um our more established talent with these fresh faces and giving them a platform and somebody to stand by who can really support them you'll see it with alex and gabe in chow house and they are a perfect example of a fantastic partnership. She not only helps him just on set and in, she just helps him in every way. She helps the audience get to know him. She knows how to pull out the best in him. Like that is the perfect partnership I see. Um, so it's, it's very, it's much more strategic than you think. We're not just plopping people on screen or trying things. We're really really thoughtful about how we launch new talent. And you see like when we have um, like tournament of champions, mm-hmm. you know, when they've people who have com- competed on tournament of champions and really popped, 
you know, and then they sort of find their way into another role, whether it's as a chopped judge. And you do such a great job of like giving them an opportunity that sort of like gets their feet wet into another area as opposed to just sort of throwing everybody into the deep end and, you know, expect them to host their own show, which is something that's really, really hard to do out of nowhere. I think the other thing that is important is my team partners very closely with Betsy's team to ensure that when we do have talent like Gabe or Eric, who, um, Ajapong, who, um, are, you know, becoming more high profile on the network, we do our part to try to build them up from a marketing perspective, whether that's through talent profiles, a sort of get to know you mm-hmm. promos that we do, or whether it's on, you know, digital and social. Interviews we, and variety. Right. Yep. Interviews yes. and variety. Yes. I mean, I think it's really, it is important to get these guys out there because they are sort of, yep. you know, they're, they're starting to populate the air so much more and it's nice for them to, for the, for the, you know, viewers and the fans to get to know them a little bit better. We, we definitely do a 360 approach when we are launching new talent. Uh, in terms of looking at different forms of marketing, what do you all look at right now for social media, like TikTok and, and using talent that way or using user generated content? Because there's a lot of food talk out there. Yeah. There's home run on people who, who look at stuff and post things. So what you all want to do to engage with fans that way, and also a younger audience that might not necessarily um, be the immediate ones to watch a lot of things on linear first as well. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Food uh, on digital is sort of a, almost a different entity because it is almost about more about, and I hate using this word, but like the utility of food, like learning how to and, and experimenting with cool things. I mean, like you think about some of the amazing cakes that we make and the that, that icing, um, like that glass icing is just unbelievable. So it's sort of a different, a different thing. I mean, our teams are on every platform really, truly. I mean, I think that that is, it's really with content that we create really from the brand more than inviting a lot of user content, although we do that occasionally. I think it is a great way for us to um, engage our, our talent and get them out there, hopefully to a younger audience. Um, So, you know, and it's built on, I guess, with food, a little more utility, HGTV, a little bit of utility, but also very much about trying to put the talent on the shows forward for sure. May Lin, the winner of last year's Tournament of Champions, did this really unique poached egg, and it has received 42 million views across all the platforms. That's unbelievable. 42 million. That's crazy. I know. Yeah. I mean, but again, poaching an egg. I know. That's a tough thing to do. Pre-poaching. It's fabulous. We'll be back with more from Betsy and Karen after this break. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. 
Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Can I give you a real incentive to lean into your decision to start working out and eating better? I'm Carl, co-founder of Body. That's B-O-D-I. And right now, if you sign up for a one-year subscription to Body, I want to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'll give you 65% off. Look, I know it's not easy to get fit and lose weight, especially if you're trying to figure it out by yourself, but we make it simple. Just follow a program for 20 to 30 minutes day by day and lose 5 to 10 pounds a month. We have over 120 programs that have been tested and proven to work and almost 300,000 five-star reviews in the App Store to prove it. Body also has complete eating plans and thousands of healthy, delicious recipes. So stop guessing and start seeing results with Body. And I'll give you 65% off your annual membership right now so you save big on the app that CNN underscored named Best Fitness App. So don't wait. Sign up for a year of Body and save 65%. Just go to Body.com. That's Body with an I.com. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness. Kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages, and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. And with Max being such an important part of the company, how do you all work through feeding linear, promoting Max, Max promoting linear, and you know what content pops airing live on Food Network and what you see show up and people stream on Max later? I mean, my husband and I had holiday baking championship going back to like season one. Yeah. We were watching that on Max, but we also tuned in every time a new episode came. But do you see that for everyone, how you try to get everyone or you don't try to get everyone in both paces? Yeah, no, I'm I'm there. (laughs) But how, or if you don't necessarily try to get everyone in both places, what you're targeting. Mm -hmm. I was going to say not every genre, um, performs the same on, on Max. I think food network during the holidays when everyone's sort of in that mode, you see a lot of those shows really popping. We we always promote that you could watch it both ways. You can watch it on the network and you can watch it on Max. Um, the true crime content that we have on ID, huge on Max. Really, really successful. We just, and so like with the launch of True Detective last weekend, we just, um, or yeah, like the 15th. Yeah. Um, Wait, I have we'll, these all we'll, burned in my brain. We'll say the date. Or the 14th. <laughs> yep. Uh, but, but those, um, we then, we did a stack of, uh, we did a, a hosted night where we actually had raps from uh, the talent from the, from the show helping to promote back to sneak peeks of, of True Detective and promoting to the premiere. So there's a lot of, um, 
sort of easy tactics, but very effective, particularly when we know that people are tuning into the ID content on linear, driving them to you know, similar-minded content on Max, it really is a, it's a great promotional vehicle. Uh, largely what both of you end up dealing with is unscripted content. That's the meat of a lot of the linear networks, especially the legacy mm -hmm. discovery ones. So I want to ask about that and, and what you all worked through that, especially with the strikes last year, you guys were a powerhouse with so much content available and what was able to be done uh, then, but kind of just what the unscripted situation is at Warner Bros. Discovery and how it plays into the scripted, like bringing Jason Momoa into Shark Week. Yeah. And he was really fun to see. He was the, great. Yeah. <laughs> on that side of things. But what that relationship is like and if you tap certain talent for those things, what works? Again, to the idea of what's going to work, what might be too silly. Um, and then I know Food Network was uh, and still is doing uh, scripted holiday movies for streaming. <laughs> well, <laughs> the... We didn't do the scripted holiday movies this year. Mm -hmm. We're very fortunate. I mean, um, we are able to continue a majority of our productions through that time, and um, which was unfortunate for so many reasons. But um, we, you know, we do non-scripted, and we do it really well, and we're very efficient. And so the future just feels, for us, we're excited about where we're headed. And I think it's more, I think the streaming audience or the streaming platform and all the other platforms just give us more opportunities to talk to an audience that loves food. So that's exciting. That's super exciting. For us, it just gives us a lot more opportunity to be in the zeitgeist too that we wouldn't normally be in. So well, we talk about um, different things that are happening even with the Mac shows or, or sorry, with the HBO shows or just upcoming films that are will be premiering. For us, we are constantly, oh, Julia. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, Julia is a perfect example. Yeah. So we did a CHOP tournament um, with um, Isabel Rossellini. Thank you, Isabel Rossellini. And she appeared on our CHOP tournament where we was all dedicated to Julia Child. So it was really special, really great. And we were also able to promote to HBO and they were able to promote to us back. It was a very shared experience. And so that opens our doors to more and get stars that we typically wouldn't right. be able to get. I was going to say Jason Momoa, being able to bring him as a host of Shark Week was huge for us. Huge. And, um, you know, we worked very closely with the theatrical team to, to get him on board. And he was phenomenal. I mean, we, he loved it. He had a great time. And I think, um, you know, we were just really, really fortunate to be able to have access to somebody of his caliber to be able to not only, you know, help promote Aquaman, but to just sort of elevate the entire experience, much like we did the year before when we had um, Dwayne Johnson on. Um, so it's just it, it opens up a lot of opportunity for us to bring, you know, really um, top level and, and, and stars. And, and it was organic. Too. They, right. Exactly. I mean, it just makes, and it makes a lot of sense, right? It made sense for have to have Aquaman as the host of Shark Week. It was just, it was very special. And um, so, you know, again, it goes back to finding the authentic thing, uh, opportunities that make sense for both of the brands that we're just not force fitting things. What do you all both have on deck next that you're really excited about coming up? Well, we have so many. Um, 
our new season of TOC, which we're really excited about, has all four champions coming back and a larger prize than we've ever had before with $150,000, which is huge. And we also have qualifiers. We added four more episodes this year, which um, allows kind of that underdog Cinderella story to happen where we they can get that last spot in each of the graphics or in each of the brackets. And I will tell you, it does not disappoint. So um, we're really excited about that. And also the second season of Chow House. Um, so exciting for more Chow House. Yes, it's in Puglia. Be- it's and beautiful. beautiful. And um, the cast does arrive by boat. I mean, it is so, it's, it's even better than last season. I was going to say, it feels so very, very White excited. Lotus. Yeah, yes. very White Lotus. Yes. Very See, white we're bringing it all together. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think what I'm most excited about, though, um, I, I mean, I don't, I love all my babies the same, but um, we do have one that is a cross between, it's a very big and buzzy, it's a cross between social experiment and a very intense competition, and that launches right after TOC this year, and it is like something you've never seen before, so we're really excited about that. We don't have enough time to go through all of my <laughs> networks. I will just say that, um, you know, what we accomplished last year was so major from just standpoint of where we just sort of started and where we ended. And I think for me, just trying to keep to build this momentum, build on the momentum that we have now um, and just constantly learning and iterating, I will say it's exciting because we have um, just we're, we're humming along and have a lot of great things happening. I think the, the, some of the shows that Betsy was alluding to, um, are really exciting for us as a broader marketing team. Cause I think everyone's going to sort of get in the pool together and, and help, but, um, but it's going to be a great year. It's going to be a great year. Talking about, you know, we wouldn't have time to go through everything for you, uh, and how many brands it crosses over. What is that like just on a day-to-day basis when you've got CNN, but then you're also working yeah. closely with Betsy's team and how many different teams and completely different audiences and brands that you're working through? It, it was funny. <laughs> Yesterday, I was um, sort of making some notes about this interview, and then I got a phone call saying um, from Stephen, who I work with at CNN, and he said, DeSantis just dropped out, so we're going to have to change all of our promos. And I was like, oh, my God. So it's kind of those, that kind of... Uh, oh my gosh, okay, I'm t- thinking about Food Network and the holidays, and then I get the DeSantis is out. We've got to change the promos and re-traffic everything. <laughs> so um, I will say it keeps me on my toes. I think it is uh, retraining my brain to think differently um, in a good way, and I never have a single dull moment of any day. So um, it's it's kind of cool. It's overwhelming at times, but it is, uh, it's kind of cool. It's awesome. Uh, we've heard rumors about very, very, very early talks about a potential merger between Warner Bros. Discovery and Paramount. Like to get your all's take on what's going on there. Just also coming from a linear perspective, that's the first thing that a lot of people talked about, the number of channels that could be involved in a conversation like that and how important Warner Bros. Discovery is in the cable space already. You guys own so much money. I'll, I'll start. I'll just say, um, you know, the process of two com- companies come together is, is uh, hard. Yeah. It's an enormous undertaking. 
Um, I think it's in the 18 plus months, 20 months since we uh, merged with Warner Media. It's been a real, um, it's been a long haul. We've come a long, long way. And as I was saying, like it was last year, like it, I, it was it takes a full year in to start to feel like, okay, like we're settling into something. We mm -hmm. don't even know what that is, but we eventually get to it. Um, you know, who knows what's going to happen. I, I will say though, that that is a, um, it, it's a, it will be another mountain to climb. What is your outlook on the current state of Warner Bros. Discovery's linear assets in relation to the rest of the market right now? I think for us and Food Network, I think it's exciting. Um, it's it's a hard time, but it's also with that, with change comes opportunity. And I say that to my team all the time is really thinking about um, just the future and like, sure, the, the, linear, the linear business is changing, but we're adapting and we're figuring it out and looking for new opportunities as well. So it's, you know, it, it's, again, it's, there's challenges with change, but it also provides opportunity. I feel very, very optimistic. And at, at a time when, you know, the business is still going through a massive upheaval, I think this is a really wonderful place to be. Um, David had an offsite for his leadership team uh, a couple weeks ago in Los Angeles. And the I was just so inspired by the creativity in that room and the um, commitment to the success of the company and all of us really trying to figure out how to move the company forward. Not, oh, just my division here or this division here. It's it. It's a it's a tall thing to or a tall task to to ask people to think holistically, and I truly believe that people in that room were thinking about the entire entity. And to me, that just feels like a you've got a team of people that are really in it together. You've got a lot of great um, great minds thinking alike and really trying to focus on the future. And you know, ultimately, we have to reinvent the way we do our business and you, you can't just do things the way you used to do. And I find that to be invigorating and exciting for this year ahead for us to start thinking about new pathways to, to growth. So, um, as hard as it is every day, cause it is really hard. I do feel very, very optimistic. Yeah, I agree with all of that. The offsite was truly inspiring and not only it's the side, it's the side conversations that you speak with so many different people across the company and you're like, oh, that could be an opportunity or that could be an opportunity. There's just, there's just so much. Talking about experiences and live events and in person, it's a real way to engage with fans um, off screen uh, and to build that brand further out. Um, my boss, Cynthia Littleton, loves to call it the flywheel. It is a flywheel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love it. <laughs> um, so talking about that, uh, you, I know you have the upcoming uh, festival in South Beach. So can you tell us about that and, and how you use that to bring back viewers and and make money for <laughs> the company we um I, i'll say two things both food network and um turner classic movies tcm both really do sort of lean into experiential um the festival as we're the title sponsors of the festival the festival gives us an opportunity to bring the talent and you know some of our marquee um show ip two people who can't touch and feel it. You know, mm -hmm. we are a, 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 
piece of content that you don't necessarily touch and feel like you touch and feel a regular product. And I think being able to create that kind of tangible experience for people where they can be with other fans and interact with, um, with other people who have that same passion for food and interest in, in the content and in the brand is really exciting. And it's, um, it's a huge undertaking to put together these, these festivals. And we're so fortunate that we're able to be a part of it. Um, and it just gives us an opportunity to really connect with people in a way that we normally wouldn't have, wouldn't have as just being, you know, a content, um, uh, provider. I would say, TCM with the film festival that we do in, in April every year, it similarly, it gives fans an opportunity to really interact with filmmakers and stars and fans too. I mean, it, you can't really underestimate when you see people mm-hmm. who are all fans of shared passion. Sh- the shared passion together in those experiences. Mm-hmm. And you see that, um, I have to say it's energizing as a, as a, you know, um, I don't know, person who's part of the, the creation of these events to, to see people um, really just loving being a part of uh, something very, very tangible for these brands that they truly, truly love. So um, while it's not, you know, necessarily baked into everything that we do these days, I will say with these passion brands like food and, and TCM is another example, um, we do... I, it's just it's it's a really important part of the experience. Yep. And this year we have I think a, it's also taking those fans and introducing them to new talent. Back to that, as we have um, Bobby's Triple Threat, we have a dinner on I forget which Saturday, night, Saturday night. night, and so that's when you where fans get to interact with Bobby and the Titans, and really introducing the Titans to the world, which is really exciting because they're they're great great talent. And um, the other fun thing, well, and of course, we have Triple D. We have the big event there um, where that's where fans really come out of the woodworks, too. It's amazing to be there and just feel the energy <coughs> of just wanting to participate. We have a, um, one of our shows that we do. We'll be shooting the finale as part of Sobe. So we're very excited to really not only... Um, it's not only a place where, where fans can interact, but they're actually going to be able to be part of one of their favorite shows. Super cool. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Variety Strictly Business. You can find new episodes weekly on Apple Podcasts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, Peanut Butter M&M's. Because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of Peanut Butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 